Did Elon Musk kill Delaware for businesses? Hey everyone, Adam Bergman here, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial. Welcome to another episode of Adam Talks. This podcast, I'm going to review the recent Delaware corporate chancellery case regarding Elon Musk's pay package. And did that verdict and the judge in that case, did she ruin Delaware for businesses? Interesting case. Um, the numbers are obviously eye-popping, right? When um, the board approved Elon Musk's pay package back in 2018, uh, the current value is around $51 billion. But going back to 2018, things were a lot different for, for Tesla. They were having major uh, delivery issues for their uh, base model car. There was, you know, even rumors, you know, Elon Musk may do something else or there was no guarantee that the company was actually going to thrive, um, let alone even survive. So this pay package was quite interesting because bottom line is Musk took no salary, no bonus, nothing. He had to hit certain thresholds and the thresholds were massive, basically had to, you know, not only come up with significant share price increase, but also hit financial thresholds that, you know, a lot of commentaries just thought was going impossible. And they thought he was crazy for doing this back in 2018. Now, obviously what happened is Tesla has um, surpassed all expectations. It's essentially 10x in the last five and a half years or so. And what happened is this individual actually owned about nine shares. <laughs> That's it. He brought a lawsuit in 2018 and said the pay package was excessive. The board didn't thoroughly vet it. They didn't come up with anything that was you know, more pro-company. They're basically in cahoots with Musk. And the judge should essentially throw out this pay package. And a week or so ago... Um, in middle uh, end of January, the court came back and ruled against Musk and for the board. And why I'm doing this podcast not because the case, um, you know, is anything related to IRAs or anything related to alternative assets, but I think think it was interesting because we all know that whether you're, you're setting up a business, uh, whether it's a private business going to be public, small, large for IRAs or not, Delaware is a popular state. It is the most popular state for formations. 68% of new um, of Fortune 500 companies, 68% are domiciled in Delaware. Okay, that's a big number for a very small state, including Tesla. So why? Why is Delaware so popular? And how is this ruling going to impact Delaware going forward as, as the capital of state formation um, for new businesses? So Delaware, number one, has no corporate tax. Right. So that's obviously a very popular feature. Uh, number two, it's easy to set up. You don't have to be in Delaware. You can go online. Um, you do need a registered agent, but there's plenty of companies that will do that for a very minimal amount. There's a very, very small franchise fee, a couple hundred bucks. Um, but the most important thing, it has very flexible statute. It's very pro-business. Okay. And they have the court of chancery, which is the oldest, you know, corporate focused court in the union and it supposedly has the most precedent and gives companies the most comfort um, that they kind of know the way things are going to go. It's very flexible. 
corporate laws, and uh, it's the most you know respected business court, smartest people on the court who understand business, right? So there's less of a fear that someone who specializes in tort or you know personal injury is going to have to rule on this massive corporate case, and they don't have the corporate experience. So the court chancery is seen as as the expert corporate essential um, court of law in the country. So this ruling comes out against Musk. It's, some people say, well, it is pro-business, right? It, it came out for the board. But if you're the owner, generally, and the board agrees with you, and again, this pay package was voted on, almost 70% of all shareholders voted in favor of this pay package. Um, obviously, Musk and his brother uh, didn't vote their shares. They own, I think, around 12 or 13% of Tesla. So if you take away their shares, it's probably you know, 70 or 80% of shareholders voted in favor. Um, and again, Musk did what he said he was going to do. Now, this this individual who sued basically said that the board was in cahoots. They were in bed with Musk. They knew they were going to make their numbers. And it was ridiculous, too egregious, too rich. And it hurt the business. And on the flip side, Musk is like, well, uh, I didn't take any salary. I didn't take a bonus. Name me another CEO that would ever take this deal. Like, I don't think I would, right? You really got to be 100% committed and confident and willing to take a huge risk. And his risk was that I'm going to get huge upside in shares because by taking this deal, he was able to buy shares undervalued. Uh, and this pay package is now worth $51 billion, but at the time, it was only worth a few billion dollars at the time it was issued. And really, I'm not, there wasn't a lot of controversy. Most people at the time, I remember it because I've been following Tesla for a long time. I'm a I love Elon Musk. Uh, just whatever you think about personally, I mean, the fact that you can you know, build PayPal, you can build SpaceX, Tesla, um, the guy's brilliant and just knows how to run a business. So I remember thinking about this and reading about it and, and watching CNBC and people laughed at him and said, oh, this guy's crazy. He's never going to make his numbers. He's a lunatic. He's probably just going to step down. He knows the company's falling apart. And actually, around that time, Tesla was super... Um, a super shorted company, I meaning a lot of people were betting against Musk. They thought he, he overpaid for Solar City from his brother. It was a bad company, too much debt. So, in no way was Tesla's future guaranteed at that point. In fact, probably take the opposite approach and feel like there was a better chance it went under than than it would reach these these new heights. So, anyways, the court chancery rules against Musk, rules for the board, and basically Elon Musk says, you know, I, I want to leave Delaware. I want to move to Texas. I want to find another state to uh, establish my company. This is crazy. And this is the first time that I can remember that the um, aura of Delaware was pierced, where people are actually like, hey, what are the benefits? There's other states with no corporate tax, like South Dakota. I have a business in South Dakota. It's a great state to have a business. Very pro-business, has no corporate tax, um, very favorable you know, corporate laws, very pro-business, very smart people. There could be a trend of companies now wanting to establish in South Dakota. It was really the court of chancery that kept people in Delaware. But this ruling was you know, very, very, um, I would say, unexpected. You know, An individual with nine shares brought down Elon Musk. The board approved it. The shareholders approved it. Um, it's a six-year battle. Someone with nine shares took down uh, the company, went against the shareholders, went against the board. I mean, the shareholders could have always sold their shares, right? Let's say I was a shareholder of Tesla and I didn't like this pay package. I could have sold my shares and just bought Apple or another stock, right? And have to stay in 
Tesla. The bottom line is the shareholders approved it. And then this judge out of nowhere, six years later, is like, sorry, it's not going to happen. And, you know, what does he almost do? He's, he'll renegotiate, I assume, with the board. But he can always say, well, screw you, Delaware, I'm moving or I'm resigning or this is what I want. Um, I think if you ask almost any company in America, they would do anything to have Elon Musk as their CEO, including every car company in the world. So he definitely has more leverage today than he did in 2018 when the company was in trouble. They couldn't meet their um, you know, production demands. And you know, there was a real chance the debt was going to eat up the business. So I'm not sure what's going to happen. I actually think he has more leverage. But the interesting thing is, what does this do with um, Delaware? He said he wants to move to Texas. Texas does not have a corporate uh, or state income tax, but they do have this very weird franchise tax which has like a million dollar exemption, but obviously Tesla is going to have more than a million dollars in gross receipts. And then the tax is quite minimal. It's like 0.4%. So it's it's there, but it's pretty small. I'm surprised Texas even has a corporate franchise tax since it has no state income tax. Florida has an intangible tax, about 4% or so, even though there's no state income tax. So a lot of states, uh, Nevada, Wyoming, they also have these you know, weird corporate franchise state taxes, even though they don't have income tax. South Dakota does not. And Delaware does not. So I don't know. We'll see if this causes more uh, businesses to leave Delaware. It's possible. This this ruling was, uh, I didn't think it was expected since the shareholders voted for it. Um, you know, the board generally goes with the CEO. I mean, just I sit on boards. Like the CEO is the leader. You do have discussions, but for the most part, the CEO thinks it's the right thing. The board's going to go along. And at the time, this pay package was crazy. No salary, no bonus, no dollars, right? Just shares if he met these crazy, crazy financial performances and, and stock performances. Um, at that point, I think the, the market value of Tesla was $50 billion. Now it's a trillion. And the guy deserves it, right? He was the driver of the, of the rocket ship, and the rocket ship went to Mars. So if I was a shareholder, and I am, I don't care. Let him have this pay package, just extra shares. The guy deserves it. He took a chance and he won. So I'm surprised. I see this ruling as anti-business. Um, they went against the shareholders. They went against the board. They went against the owner. I don't like the ruling. I think it's not great for Delaware. It's not great for uh, you know corporate capitalism. Um, she basically said, well, I don't care what you guys said. Um I don't like it for whatever reason. Now, some people are saying, hey, is this political, right? Guess what state President Biden's in? Delaware. He's repeatedly said that he's out to get Elon Musk, whether it's for Twitter um, being too open and, and allowing more voices on the platform, or maybe more of these voices are more Republican, less Democrat, less liberal. I don't know. I've just you know read and heard, and that's what people are saying. Uh, this judge supposedly works for a law firm that has connections to Biden. I don't know. I'm not a conspiracy person, but you know, it is what it is. It doesn't look good. I don't think this is good for anyone. Um, and I think Musk is going to be able to do whatever he wants. I mean, he, it's, he literally can ask for whatever he wants. He's performed and he deserves it. And uh, if he came to me and said, Adam, you know, I want 49% of your business and this and that, I'd be like, sure, take it. Because he's going to make everyone money. He just has that magic touch. And he's willing to bet on himself. He's asking for not a dollar, no financial incentives, no bonuses, just stocks for very, very, very 
high threshold performance metrics, which again, I remember this clearly. People are like, he's crazy. This guy is a lunatic. He will never get these. He will never meet these thresholds. Tesla could easily go bankrupt. Like he's crazy. He's a lunatic. He did it. Deserves to get paid for the judge to basically throw out everything shareholders voted for and the board, um, I think is unwise and probably not a great thing for Delaware. Will this kill Delaware for you know new businesses forming or publicly traded companies? It's not going to help. Will businesses look to other states? They may. Uh, the court of chancery has always seen as the voice of reason, the court that understood and got business, quote unquote. And I don't think it got it right here. And uh, we'll see what happens. There's always a chance for appeal. They can always buy um, buy Musk can always renegotiate with the board. But it's an interesting case. And that's why I wanted to bring it in because there's um, we have a lot of folks that are setting up businesses, whether it's for a 401k or a checkbook control LLC or just having uh, businesses in Delaware, looking at Delaware versus other states like Wyoming, Nevada, South Dakota. Texas or just the states where they reside. And it's always been like Delaware, Delaware, Delaware. And here's a case you could point to to say, hey, the court didn't rule for the owner or for the board. It ruled against the board, the shareholders, and the owner. It ruled for this individual that has nine shares over everyone else. So very, very uh, peculiar, uh, interesting, but curious case. So I just wanted to share it with all of you. And that's it. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. If you did enjoy it, please um, give it a thumbs up or a review, good rating, because the high, the more reviews, the higher it gets rated. The more people get to listen to it, and you know, hopefully more people can enjoy it and learn from it, which the whole name of the game. So if you are watching on YouTube, I appreciate that. You can also subscribe to our great channel, and you could uh, give it a thumbs up or comment. Love hearing from all of you. Uh, and that's it. Um, I hope... Everyone has a great day, great rest of your week, and I look forward to seeing everyone again right here next week. Take care.